It is Thursday, October 26, 2023. This is another playoff edition of Baseball Today, presented to you by a friend over at SeatGeek. That is my newly clean-shaven friend, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. Wow. For those of you that are audio only, race to your YouTube channel. My goodness, do you look different. You know, I, I feel really different, and I showed this to Olivia, who's the only person I really care about it, what she, you know, who what they think about my face, uh, and she loved it. She said I looked young. She was like flirting with me all yesterday. So hmm. I agree with you. I look a little strange. I always look like my grandfather on my father's side. Oh, uh, whenever I shave, I know I look just look. I look just like you, Alan, who R.I.P. My guy up there. Oh. Uh, so it's nice. Sometimes I um, do a double take in the mirror. I'm like, Grandpa? But here I am. Well, do you have your kids ever seen you without it? Yeah, I've, I've gotten it close before. You know, maybe not, maybe not down like this, but they've seen me. They were pretty, they say I look young. Yeah, you do. Good stuff. But. Okay, cool. I'm All doing right, it for uh, a Halloween costume. It's going to be back. The beard's yeah. going to be back. Yeah, it'll be back quickly, too. You grow, you grow pretty fast. Yeah. Oof, okay, I'm going to try and focus and not just stare at my newfound friend. Um, quick reminder that today's edition of Baseball Today is presented to you by our friends over at SeatGeek, right? It is the number one ticketing app out there, so if you haven't downloaded it on your phone yet, do that. And if you use the code word Postseason, all caps, all one word, you're going to save 10% on your next purchase for the World Series tickets, NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, concert, whatever you want to do. If you're a returning customer or a newbie, it's the code word John Boy Postseason. And speaking of SeatGeek, you got to get in your SeatGeek question of the week today. At Chris Rose Sports is the best way to do it on X or formerly known as Twitter. Send it in. Best one we'll use on tomorrow's show, and you get $1,000 to use on your next SeatGeek purchase, which is really cool. So go do that today. All right, Ploof, I'm going to try and stay focused. It's really very strange look for me. I like it a lot. It's just different. Okay. okay. I'm All sorry right. to, to interrupt you. you. You're not, you don't have to apologize. I like it. I dig it. It doesn't change one bit of who you are. That's Thank all you. I care about. Thank you. Uh, the Houston Astros are going to have a new look in their dugout come next season because Dusty Baker officially called it quits on Thursday. After 26 years as a major league manager, it is time for him to move on. I just want to say thank you. You know, retiring from from the field here in Houston, I haven't made up my mind yet what I'm what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go. First, I'm going to go home talk to my daughter that thinks that she's my mother, and um, uh, spend some time with my grandkids and, and and let the Lord tell me where to go and and what to do. You know, with my life, and uh, I still feel like I haven't done what I'm supposed to do in life. So I feel the Lord has some great things. Um, Ahead for me. Dusty, seventh all time in wins. He won division titles with five different teams, pennants in both leagues, a world championship just a season ago. But Ploof, was he appreciated enough? I think so. I think we talked about Dusty quite often. There's not many managers we sit around and kind of dissect in the league. It's it's true. I mean, maybe from game to game. Um, and maybe that's because Dusty's been in big games where we tend to do that more often mm -hmm. than not. I mean, he went, since he's taken over the Astros, he's been very successful you know, as a manager and all the things he's done before that. 
I think you're going to talk about him as a manager more. So I'm going to go more on, I think he might be undervalued as a player. Like I didn't know Dusty put it mm. down like this. Yeah, he's a good player. A couple seasons close to 30 and 100, which is still the benchmark for players. I mean, he never got there officially, but like three or four seasons, he was only a few homers short or only a few RBI short. I didn't know he had that. Over a 30 career war, 779 OPS, played for 19 years in the show. Uh, there has been uh, one other person that maybe had said, I'm a Hall of Fame baseball person. Dusty Baker is a Hall of Fame baseball person. Probably not that other guy because Dusty has been very successful on both sides of the ball as a player and a manager. So I think in that regard, honestly, to me, he doesn't get talked about enough as a player. I I did not know all of those things. So yes, we know, at least I know, and the people that are my age know Dusty Moore as a manager and what he brings uh, in that regard. Uh, but go check out his stats if you want to be uh, surprised a little bit, because I was. Yeah, no, I think that's that's really good advice. It's always very important to learn about guys. Um, you know, there's still a lot of people who will remember his baseball playing career for strictly one thing, and that's being in the on-deck circle when Hank Aaron hit number 715. And that's not fair because he was an outstanding player. I will talk about him as a manager. And I think when you think of Dusty Baker, just strategically and in games, there's a couple things you're going to think about. Number one is him giving the ball to Russ Ortiz in game six of the 0-2 World Series when the Giants thought that they were going to win that one. Ortiz wanted the, he gave him the ball. People are like, what are you doing? You're giving him the ball. No, give the ball to the next pitcher because we need to win this thing. Well, they didn't end up winning game six. They didn't end up winning game seven out in Anaheim either. A year later, 2003, series lead against the Marlins, the Bartman game, the whole bit. He's going to be remembered for that. Uh, he's going to be remembered for not getting it done in Cincinnati when he was up 2-0 on the Giants in a five-game series in 2012. People are going to point to that stuff. Most recently, they're going to say his lineup machinations were no good with Houston. He didn't pick the right guys out of the bullpen. But I will tell you this. Few guys were more respected as a manager by their players than Dusty Baker. I told you this earlier in the week when – the Astros lost that ton of veteran guys always told me he was their favorite guy to play for that. He took care of them. And that's a big deal. Like it might not seem a big deal to us. It's a big deal to players. He always knew how to treat them. He treated them like men because he's walked in their shoes and um, we'll see him in Cooperstown. The only thing that's sad is that the, I think it's this December where they have this special vote that managers would go in on the ballot. But I just talked to somebody high-ranking at the Hall of Fame, neither Francona nor Dusty would be eligible if this had happened at the beginning of the year. If they had bowed out before the season had started, they would have been eligible. But because it's too close to the vote, they're not eligible until three years from now, which really stinks. I think that's fine. Let him go off on a three-year vacation and come back, yeah. get his flowers, and, you know, maybe he'll come on our show. Dude, I would love to talk to Dusty. Huge fan of his. Yeah. Uh, so while Dusty is headed off to the sunset, Bob Melvin is heading home. Guy who grew up in the Bay Area, played for the Giants. He will now be managing San Francisco after the San Diego Padres gave their blessing for him to move up the freeway in California. So how often did Bob Melvin actually think about having this job? I would 
look in that dugout and look over the side, over the other side and say, you know, maybe someday, hopefully. Um, I, I, I typically I run the stairs the first day of the series. So it gave me time to, you know, look around, look out at McCovey Cove and the bay and all those sorts of things. I used to slide down the slide for luck, but they started locking it because I think we started to have some success and, and they didn't want me to slide down it anymore head first. It was very cute. Enjoyed that a lot. How big a difference? I don't believe him. I don't believe you, don't, him. you don't believe him? No. Really? Hey, maybe. Come on. Bob Melvin's as trustworthy they as they slide. get. Yeah. Why is there no so. security camera footage of that? That that'd be a hilarious viral video. Bob Melvin sliding down a slide when nobody else is around, like just for fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll get our uh, crack baseball today crew on that. Need it. Please please get me video near the big glove out in San Francisco. Um, how big of of a difference can he make? Well, I mean, on the field, I don't know, but he's he's so much different than Kapler. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, as I'm perusing the articles, you know, seeing what people are saying uh, about this, this hiring, especially people that are in the market. One thing that kept coming up was, was how easy he is to be around. And yes, that is um, 100% true. I mean, Bob Melvin makes you feel like a friend right away. You don't really get that with Gabe. Gabe, is is an intense person like he's mm-hmm. going to get deep with you it's it's you're not going to have any casual conversations with Gabe uh he's going to dig deep that's just what he is it's how he is as a person i think that's what makes him a great manager this guy puts the work in he tries to do everything he can in san francisco he would ride his bike around all the time you could see him traveling around the city of san francisco he really tried to be part of the fabric of the city and he told me that he really, really, really loved living in San Francisco and managing the San Francisco Giants. He said it was awesome. He said he really felt at home. But, you know, you can't replicate what Bob Melvin has in the Bay Area. I mean, like, he he literally grew up there. He learned about baseball there. He learned about sports. He learned his personality there. Everything goes back to, you know, the Bay Area. So I think it will be, if that's what they're looking for, if that's what the Giants are looking for, a new face of a managerial face of the franchise that really has connections with the city and maybe is a little bit easier to talk to and 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 represent them in a different way, then that's what they're going to get. As far as on the field, I mean, I think both guys go about it in, in, in such a different way, but I think they end up getting the same results. Like I, I really enjoyed playing for – I played for both these guys. I really enjoyed playing for both of them. I think they communicated well just in different ways. Like Bo Mel is more of a warm embrace and Kapler's more of like a sturdy, firm handshake, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they both prepare for the game very well. And I mean, I don't know, man. G- Gabe won 107 games there, was manager of the year. Like, I don't know how big of a difference he's going to make on the field. Off the field, I can see it being a little bit different though. Well, we did hear some whispers about lack of accountability toward the end of the year coming out of I that clubhouse. Buy that at all, man. Well, just all we can tell you don't. are the reports that well, there was there and there were some on the record sound bites. I mean, right? A guy like Webb, Logan Webb, came yeah. went on camera and said stuff, and he's pretty quiet for the most part. Logan Webb doesn't seem like a bitcher and a complainer, and I think that he had some gripes, and maybe Bob Melvin can clean some of some of that stuff up. I don't know. Um, 
here to me was the most interesting thing about yesterday is that Bob Melvin got a contract through 2026. So it's a three-year deal. Farhan Zaidi got an extension through 2026. So what does that mean? Kiddies, if you want to grow up and be in baseball, don't become a major league manager. Go get in that front office because even if you're below average, you are going to continue to get your shot. Farhan has had five years to get this straight. Took over before the 2019 season. They had a one winning record, the 107 win aberration. Other than that, the other best, 500. And that's what they've been. People say, well, he flipped their farm system. Yeah, we saw some really, really nice moments last year. But I don't know if Bailey feels like Buster Posey. Harrison, is he going to be the next Matt Cain? Or Tim Lincecum? Or Madison Bumgarner? I don't know. We'll see. But it just... I've said this. I don't know what they are as a franchise. I have no idea where they are. To me, they're the franchise that keeps missing out on big-name players. And so Bob Melvin can only do so much. Like, they could go from 79 and 83 last year to 84 and 78. And as we found out with the Diamondbacks, maybe that's good enough to get you in the playoffs. Maybe that's the difference. One one win a month or a half win a month. I mean, look, I... I agree with everything you said. Um, the free agent thing is interesting to me because it's not like an easy place to live. So I think, you know, when you're talking about big name free agents, we're going to be there for quite some time or really need to set, settle down and establish roots in the city. San Francisco is not the easiest place to do that. It's not easy to get around. Uh, housing pricing, at least back in the day, I'm sure it still is, is very expensive and, and kind of like if you want something for your kids, you got to go outside of the city. It's just not an easy place place to live it's just not so i think that has something to do with it too i'm curious to see if they're in the running for shohei if they're in the running for any i i it's difficult for me to see big time free agents going there right now do, do you agree with that just the social landscape of what's happening in san francisco right now i think plays a part of it i think if people do their homework i think that that is something that they have to sit down if they've got a young family you're right i don't think there's a question about it i used to love to visit san francisco i haven't really spent a ton of time up there recently but everything i read and not that you believe everything you read but i also talk to people who have been up there and they they have said that it's 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 changed a lot it's changed and yeah that i mean that's a good point right if you are going to sign on the dotted line for eight to ten years you want to enjoy as much of everything that you can which is why everybody should move to cleveland ohio as a free agent Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i say thank you very simple there you go. Shohei. Shaker Heights. Can't wait to till he's playing for the Cleveland Guardians next year. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about the gift that can fill the spirits of a relative or a close friend. Mova Globes. They make rotating globes. They're constantly in motion and powered by ambient light. Now, this one's not spinning because it's under artificial light right now. But when I open the shades, once this show show is done, put this bad boy up on the windowsill, it just starts rotating. And I feel like I got this Zen feeling, right? They're powered by hidden magnets. So that means what? No batteries, no messy cords. It's got this cool, clear stand as well. So it gives you a good look. They're available in over 40 designs, which includes sports and world maps and outer space and famous artworks and much more. 
It's an officially licensed MLB partner, so it's great for any baseball enthusiasts and devoted fans as well. Now, as of right now, there's a half dozen major league teams that are represented. Here I've got the Dodgers. They also have the Cubs, the Giants, the Astros, the Red Sox, the Yankees. They're all available, and all 30 teams are coming your way next season, so that's awesome. But today, I want you to enjoy a special offer, 10% all off all officially licensed MLB MOVA Globes. That's if you use the code word BT10. That is BT10. So go order your globes now. Link in the description. Enjoy that for yourself or someone special in your life. All right, we continue on with a little more managerial news on this off day before the game one of the World Series. Uh, Craig Council, he has been given permission to speak with the New York Mets regarding their managerial vacancy. Originally, he had to wait till the end of the month because that's when his contract runs out with the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, for Council, Ploof, is it a better story if he heads to New York or stays in his hometown of Milwaukee? Man, you're really making me choose something here. I can see both sides of this. I think I'm leaning, though, Chris. I think I'm leaning it's a better story if he stays in Milwaukee. Local dude. I feel like he has unfinished business there. Like this team has been good with quotes. Like they, they've, I feel like they've had chances. They just haven't taken that next step yet. So I feel like there is unfinished business there. And I think that would be a great story. That being said, the other side of it is very appealing to see him go somewhere else, whether it be reuniting with Stearns with a huge uh, checkbook in New York. I think that'd be cool. But there's a lot of managerial openings right now. And this guy's probably. If I had to rank like managers, like a, a ranking list of guys that are available, I think he's number one. Wow. Of guys that are available. Yeah. Guys that are available right now. So I think he's number the, one. Yeah. Who are the other guys? Like Joe Madden's available. Brad Osmus, uh, Gabe Kapler's available. Um, you know, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a bunch of guys you can name. Uh, Will Venable, Bannister. Like there's a bunch of guys. Said that no, are coaches. By the way. Venable yeah. said no. We'll see. No, right now until he gets some flashed at him. I, so I think that he's very much uh, sought after in, especially in this market where I, I believe like six teams need managers right now. I think it's five. Okay, five. He's going to do his due diligence and he's mm-hmm. going to interview with multiple teams, if not all of the teams. I think that's right. just a smart thing. He's a smart guy. Um, Part of me wants to see him in a different market that will spend, and I think that will be a cool story, but it just feels right him being home with the Brewers with unfinished business. So I'll say with better storyline is him staying in Milwaukee and maybe eventually hoisting up a World Series trophy. So he's spent nine years with his hometown team. His dad used to work for the club. There's a great shot of him hanging out with the 1982 squad, the team that represented the American League in the World Series. Yes, they were in the American League for an awfully long time. In those nine years, three division titles, five playoff appearances, an overall postseason record of 7-12. and 12. And there's your unfinished mm-hmm. business right there. Yes. Included a two-game sweep at the hands of the National League champion Arizona Diamondbacks earlier this year. There was one report out there that Council wants to utilize his availability to up the managerial pay pool, okay? And he is the guy that would command a salary because he has been so successful, because he's still very young in the dugout. He's not a guy who's 70, and we know he's going to be there for, what, one trip around 
three or four year contract and call it quits. He's not. He can be your guy for the next decade. For him, the challenge is this. That 7-12 and playoff record and a two-game sweep at the hands of the Diamondbacks, that shit ain't going to fly in New York. Like, have we heard boo about Craig Council's inability to get the Brewers to that next level since they made the NLCS five years ago? No, you haven't heard it because the people in Milwaukee love him. Hometown kid. Grew up, I think, in Whitefish, Wisconsin. Came back home. Saved the day. Got this team to the playoffs in consecutive years for the first time ever in franchise history. So nobody's going to throw darts in his direction. If he loses a two-game series to a team like the Diamondbacks in New York, what what would happen to him? I don't know. You tell me. Aaron Boone's been a manager of the Yankees for a long time. Has he had a more successful track record than Craig Council? Yeah, he has. (laughs) Yes, he has. I guess. I mean, he's been to the – how many times has he been to the ALCS? Twice? Don't – you do not say ALCS with the Yankees. They don't care about anything but championships. That's what they say, people. That's that's not me talking. That's them. You asked the question, has he had a more successful run than than Aaron Boone? Well, I think he's – I I think Aaron Boone has, you know, had a bigger payroll, uh, you know – Chances to sign free agents more than Milwaukee does, so I think he's been given a better, a better system and and team totally. to 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 manage. So that that you have to take that into account. I I know what you're saying though. I know what you're saying. Um, I think he'd be perfect in a New York market. I, I would like would. to see him. I would like to see him go up there. And um, that I'm just saying those are the things he has to weigh. Right, he knows that that's coming because he hasn't faced a ton of criticism. In his hometown, he just had those are the facts. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's New York is like the presidency. Like if you're there for four years, you age how many? Like yes. Twelve years. So you right. ha- you really have to think about these things. Yep. Like this and is I, your life. Yeah. I, I remember he's got two kids. I think two kids that are in college, maybe a third. And so he's got one other that's in high school. And that that always plays a, a role in this whole thing. Yeah. But I, I think he would be great for New York. He would obviously handle the media exceptionally well. He's very even keeled. And um, I think he's going to go. I think this is the time, to be honest with you, because I think that Milwaukee's at a pivot right now. I think this is where they pivot. I think this is where they trade some big names in the offseason, guys that have maybe a year left on their contract. And I think that they're going to start saying we're out. That's my guess. Okay. That's my guess. All right, so we actually just mentioned the manager of the New York Yankees. Let's talk about their entire team. Andy Martino of SNY put out a report that the Yankees are doing their due diligence on Juan Soto, who has a year left on his contract with the San Diego Padres before he becomes a free agent. So what do you think? This is going to happen? It could. I'm not not reading too far into preliminary talks could mean anything hey what's up how are you You guys got one soda on your team right yeah we do he's got he's going into his last year of arbitration cool uh we're interested yeah we'll, we'll talk later that's pre- that's a preliminary talk right do you know what i mean like it could mean anything and the padres i think have massive decisions to make uh this offseason i think juan soto's gonna make somewhere like 30 million dollars they say projected arbitration mm-hmm. it's his last year before he becomes a free agent so I believe it's it's with the San Diego Padres' best interest to 
try to extend him, see if they can do that. I don't know where they're getting all this money because you're going to have to have a lot of money to extend Juan Soto, but I think that's where they should start. Let's try to extend this guy. He's tw- Is he 25 years old right now? Oh, it's a yeah. joke. Uh, one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Um, so if you tr- if you can keep a guy like that in your organization, you try to keep a guy like that in your organization. Now, if you can't come to a resolution, and you know sometimes with these guys, it's very difficult too because they want to test free agency. You're one year away from being able to talk to every single team. So you know a lot of times you don't give up uh, the chance to do that. Uh, if they feel like they're not getting any progress done, then yeah, maybe it makes some sense, and and maybe the Yankees make a play and. We've heard them linked to so many players. Every single big-name player that becomes available or somewhat available the way Soto is, we hear the Yankees mentioned. But they don't always get their guy. I mean, it's not all, it doesn't always happen that the Yankees want somebody and go get them. They've passed up on Harper. I'm trying to think uh-huh. now. They passed up on Harper. They passed up on Trey Turner. Um, who else they passed up on? A bunch Seager. of those. Corey Seager. Yeah, I mean, they've passed up on a lot of these people. So maybe that makes them, you know, more willing and 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 wanting to go get this done even more because they've seen these guys go other places and, and have success while they're sitting at home on the couch. Um it's just preliminary talks to me. I'd love to see it happen. I think it'd be great. I think Juan Soto and Pinstripes would be great. I really do. But until we have more information on this, I'm not really giving it any credence. So they haven't really given Judge a running mate yet, right? Is that fair? I mean, they thought it's him that it was and Cole, be... yeah. Just well, right, Cole. Cole from a, a pitching standpoint. I'm talking yeah. about a lineup. They thought it was going to be Stanton. Sure. And Stanton has has been productive when he's been in the lineup, but that last part of the sentence has reared its ugly head when he's been in the lineup. So they need to get somebody else out there. Left field has been a... Yeah. A huge vacancy. Soto came off a remarkable season, as shitty as it was for the Padres. I know it was slow going for him for like the first six weeks. And you his said his end age, line was nasty. His end line was fantastic. Career high in homers, a 930 OPS again, led the league in walks. He's just, he's a machine out there. He just turned 25 yesterday. Yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, and the Yankees do have plenty of young players. You know, the Padres, we hear they want to trim payroll. They want to go from like... Padres mid- aren't extending him. They can't extend him. I don't think There's so no either. Way. I don't think so either. So I'm not... I can't stand the thought, if I'm a Padres fan, of watching him walk out the door for a compensatory pick. I want the guys I've laid eyes on already. Guys that have maybe gotten some time in the major leagues, but certainly have produced at the upper levels of... Because the, the Padres are going to be players. You're not doing this for a high A player that I'll see in three years. That's not the sort of trade you're going to make here. Like the one, I suppose the closest thing we've seen in the last handful of years is the Mookie Betts trade, right? Dealt from Boston to L.A. with one year left on his contract. I don't know. How's that worked out? I'm trying to think about what they would receive for... A one. So they gave up a lot of people. Robert Hassel, Yarlin, Susana, James Woods, CJ Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, and Luke Voigt for him and Josh Bell. Yeah, but that are you was gonna for see that? Are you multiple gonna see... years. Yeah, those yeah. So I'm curious because you they, as you mentioned, I believe they're gonna want a, a mixture of both, some prospects mm-hmm. and major league ready players. I'm just I haven't really thought about Yankees rostered Yankees farm system too mm-hmm. much yet, as we're still in the World Series of 
2023. So it'd be interesting to see if they got what they believed was a package that was just as good or better than what they gave up to get him. Well, I, why in the world should they expect something better than what they gave up? They can't. He just came off a, a massive year, and then it's all about – Chris, it's all about supply and demand. If someone really wants this guy, and I think if the Yankees believe he is the difference maker, then right. you can do it. Okay. I think it'll be very interesting. Part of that Martino column also said that because the Padres believe their their window is wide open right now, that a guy like Anthony Rizzo would make sense yeah. to send. And it might. Yeah, they've needed a first baseman. Yeah, Cronenworth was terrible there last year. I mean, Rizzo was banged up, but got off to a nice start. So we'll see. It's going to be fascinating, in my opinion. All right, uh, last thing before we get out of here. Philly fan, cover your eyes and your ears on this one. Because one Philly fan went around interviewing a bunch of Philly fans after they lost Game 7 of the NLCS in their own crib. We had a whole field for two games. Two games. And you let them come here and beat us. I'm fucking depressed. I had to ask nine people for this fucking cigarette. Philly fans, we always stink. Disappointment. All them bitch-ass motherfuckers that couldn't get a hit when we motherfucking needed. I love how we spent 700 mil for guys to go 0 for 12 combined. Overpaid ass. Fuck that. Hey, wait, where'd you get this banana? From a homeless guy. I don't want to hear that song ever again. Now, that's some funny shit. So, Buster Delphia, uh, tip of the cap to you, man. That is some funny shit right there. That's ballsy, too, to almost because you want to be a content king. You're almost rooting for the team to lose at home. Oh, man. That's funny, though. It is good to hear. I mean, especially Philadelphia is like the perfect city to go perfect. to because they're so passionate either way. Like, if they, if they had won, imagine the, the, inebriated slurs that we would hear coming out of their their mouths uh that one shake nine people to find a cigarette i feel like that's not that in today's day and age i feel like that's pretty good odds like right one yeah for you shouldn't be ripping heaters anymore lady okay yeah let's not put anything (laughs) that's that That was toxic it was funny very very funny good job well done all right you're probably wondering well hold on the World Series is like 24 hours away. Where's your coverage? We got a full show coming your way tomorrow about this. Your full show. I'm so going to have a beard whole... by then. You... No, you won't. Do you... So you have to keep it clean shaven. You're going to shave every day? I might keep it clean shaven. It feels really nice. You know, you know. feel like I got some air blowing on my face for the first time in a while. So through next Tuesday, right? Then I'll keep it Wednesday while, morning. A while, not not. This depends if Olivia's like super into me today, and she's like trying to feel up on me. Then this might be a thing for a while. You know, that's all I care about. That's it. That's it. Whether or not you can get some. No, just uh, that my wife likes it. Okay, easy. Oh, oh! All of a sudden, you're backing off the uh, sex accelerator. Really? That's not you. That's not you. (laughs) <laughs> just wait till you're my age when you're looking at the calendar you're like yeah i've got uh i've got um december 3rd open how about you <laughs> sorry he's hope that never happens i know you think it doesn't just telling you you think it never it won't happen to me <laughs> bookmark this right now in 15 yeah. you're 37 right yes 15 years yeah. you give me a call when we're still doing this show and my teeth have fallen out my beard is 
looking like ZZ Tops. Yeah. We'll have this discussion. I'm, I'm in. Okay. All right. Always a lot of fun. Don't forget to get your SeatGeek question of the week in by today. Do it soon. Like, do it the minute this show wraps, okay? Don't worry. There's a clean shaven Longo. We'll talk about him, I'm sure, on Friday's show. For our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke, and the uber-talented and clean-shaven Trevor Plouffe, I am Chris Rose. We will see you Friday on Baseball Today.